Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. On episode 27 of Super Chevy Bros, the brothers share their thoughts on Anthem's development, argue about Mortal Kombat 11 again, and Cheva pulls a fast one and leads us into Japanese crime. Close your eyes and bask in the most glorious voices in podcast. <laughs> Close your eyes and bask in the most glorious voices in podcast. I'm Kalanika and this is the Super Chevy Brad Podcast. One more time, that last part. Oh, fuck you. I'm Kalanika and this is the Super Chevy Bros Podcast. Welcome to the Super Chevy Brothers Podcast. This is Chaval, your bigger brother, and that's Chaval, your smaller one. How's it going, Bill? You are smaller. I'm larger than you in overall. Um, it's going great. It's going really good. No, it's been, not. Been You're wrong. Good. You're not right. Rest in peace to the best dog we could have ever had, oh, Gypsy. Yeah. You gave us yeah. 17 yeah. years. Yeah, rest in peace to Gypsy. Yeah, 17 years is a good... Uh, family dog you patrolled the yeah. backyard every day didn't poop in the house uh you, you were i mean unless provoked she was really racist but we still love her anyway only against white people so then the reverse racism doesn't exist so like, more power to her what do you mean 80 percent of the country she's racist against 80 percent of the people so it's okay That's yeah okay it's called punching up you didn't know yeah, but we'll miss you, Gypsy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Past Rest in peace, the seventh. Old dog, so it's okay. Best, best dog, best dog in the world, really. I'm, she survived I'm really sad. six Mop other dogs that. and cats. I mean, think about it. You got yeah. How many? How many have we gone through? We're gonna. Peter's gonna fucking come after us, but they go after everyone. The, you had uh, Rocky and Ali. Rocky and Ali. Uh, we also had car accidents. Uh, uh, There's a third one too. Yeah, there was uh, Jade disappeared, but I'm assuming he's dead. Uh, oh my god! Do we have to talk about this? <laughs> I, mean, I don't think this is good content. Jesus Christ! <laughs> remember Je- Jerk Chicken with the dog Jerk Chicken? Remember Jerk Chicken? No, 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 no. Do not, do not talk about that. Not talk about that. What's wrong with talking about Jerk Chicken? Don't, don't, don't talk see, about, see, don't talk thing. about what happened because, to JC. Because we know how the story with JC ends, because, and I don't think that's legal, so we should not talk about it. Because gotten into this like little circle and corner of people who are always taking care of animals and going to shelters and and stuff like that. So he can't talk about his past. He's got some. He's got some real. Uh, I ain't do uh, shit. I was a American. I didn't have a choice in this shit. <laughs> I had a dad who liked to do stuff. Okay, nah, that's all I gotta say. No, that is nothing. You were part of that. Uh, fucking, I was, shit, I can't drive no cars. The fucking Satan cat. Yeah, the Satan cat. Uh, oh, that, that cat, was, that cat that didn't have a name. No, but it, it no, was ours. Yeah, I mean, that was. Yeah. I don't claim that cat. It was ours. <clears throat> I mean, it lived at our house most of its life, so. 
Yeah. I don't but, claim. I don't care. It's not mine. See, you're going to get yourself kicked out of your little fucking animal circles. You got to claim it. It's a damn my little animal. fucking animal circles. You don't even know you. He's you don't know what a what a shelter or rescue is. I know animal circles, shelter. animal people. No, no, no. I know what a shelter is. It doesn't mean I'm. I'm circling it. I heard you. I'm not in your circle of, of animal shelter people. Shelter circle is. Oh, okay. Whatever. Anyway, rest in peace, Gypsy. Uh, thank you yeah. for your beautiful. Sharing your beautiful time with us. How was your week, Biko? Besides that, besides uh, your family. Besides dog that, it's... the dog who's been around <laughs> since since longer than you've been alive, or you know, more than half your life. How's it? How's the week going? Yeah, uh, I think you just I think you just described it, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, it's been it's Damn, been great. That no, uh, half my life too. Jesus. Yeah, it's like yeah, because you're really old. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, it's been it's been all right. Besides that, it's been okay. Been uh, you know, working like a dog, trying to make sure I my cat doesn't said attack that people. Then. What? Working like a dog after we just talked about. The dog. Do- what dogs? Yeah. What does that have to do with our do- a dog? Okay. Anyway. Didn't you? You you go. Oh my God, so disrespectful. Uh, also, uh, one other thing, uh, before we get deep into the show, or before we even get into my week, fuck, dude, the fuck, man. Um, what's wrong with you, Jesus? No, my soundboard, for whatever, is like telling me I need to pay for it now. That's not cool. Um, you, Biko Chaval, my partner in this podcast, you owe. Someone, a big apology. Uh, one of our listeners was listening live to the show, and she did not appreciate when you said that she sounds like an Indian person. So would you please just uh, say your sigh, and we can let this go. When did I say that? At the end of the podcast, you said, wouldn't Kalanka be offended that you're doing a voice like her? And she didn't like that because I was doing an Indian accent and she's Sri Lankan. I honestly could not tell. I I thought you were like imitating Kalanka. I didn't know you were doing uh, it. Maybe your Indian voice is just bad. You're digging a hole. Maybe your Indian voice is just bad. Why can't people just own up to their mistakes and say sorry? Cause uh, I don't she's have right to. here. Can you just? Can you just? Hi, Kalanika. Kalanika's great. I don't. I don't can think you, anything negative. Can you, can you just man up and say, "I'm sorry." Yeah, I'm sorry, Kalanika. For real, he said sorry. sorry. She, she doesn't care. Hey, brother, I don't mind. Oh. Yeah, ex- exactly. She doesn't mind. You guys don't know how to make make a show. Like I, I'm sitting here. No, because being... this is fucking love and hip hop. You can't engineer us to throw drinks in each other's face and shit. What are you doing? No. All right, guys. All right, let's get uh, my week. What did I do this week? Uh, this week, <laughs> I I almost joined the cult. Um. What? Yeah, it's it's a story. Dis- 
story for a different day, different time. It's not technically over yet. So I almost joined the cult. It, it was a nice cult. They were nice people. Um, uh, all praise El Cantare. <laughs> um, uh, I watched. No, a, I watched a lot of stuff this week. Actually, it's so much that I don't remember. I did watch play harder or play hard. Um, Ew, that, that sounds that sounds gross. You sure you want to tell us ne- you watched that? It's on Netflix. Uh, and it's a documentary about the making of, what's that fucking game? For Honor? Oh, yeah, no, I saw that. I haven't watched it yet, though. I know what you're talking about. Never mind, I do haven't watched that. Uh, yeah, um, the, the whole thing centers around the fucking dude. What's this fucking movie called? I can't even find it. Play Hard? Play Hard? Play Hard, Okay. No, it's not called Play Harder. Anyway, what about it? Uh, I mean, it's not good. <laughs> it It's not, like, not really that. interesting or anything. The most interesting things, you actually, like, they had chances, I guess, to show it, but they didn't. Like, the guy they're talking about, um, uh, what's his name? His name is... He's a creative director, Jason Vanderberg. Uh, and he... James Vanderbeek. Yeah, Vanderbeek, right? And so he, he gave them the idea for the thing, and it goes through the process really from the beginning to the end of the game, and their fucking director... Their equivalent, I guess, of Ed Boon, except without the creativity. This is all in Canada, right? But everybody's speaking French. Uh, well, the the guy who's the director of the project, huh. it seemed like, he just fucking like gave out towards the end and disappeared into a cabin and left his staff <laughs> and it, the way he when he came back it sounded like he didn't even fucking tell people he's just gone he and his excuse was like i uh, i woke up and uh, uh hold on i'm not giving this guy the best impression give me a second let me try again no maybe that's what he deserves though i woke up and i my Central nervous OS operating system was done, and I had to go. And it fucking disappeared. I don't know, dude. What does that mean? I don't fucking know what it means. It means you fucking quit on your people, and you're the leader. You know, the leader isn't supposed to be the one who fucking dips out. But there's no, they don't really interview that many people. It's mostly about the Jason. Vanderberg guy and and another dude who's dying that they they really touch on very lightly and uh, they talk to the director a lot but he doesn't say shit and they don't really talk to much of the staff they don't criticize anything it's just a dude recording what happened and then at the end uh, I mean the game finishes and and launches and releases and there's a little drama but they don't go into the drama. It's it's a really boring documentary. Uh, but if you like For Honor... Very like, enlightening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what I gave you is all that is there to be had of that thing. Um, I also watched... Of that thing. The, yeah, Play Hard. It's called Play Hard. Sorry. I also watched... Playing... Uh, Jesus Christ. You didn't even get the hard? name race. Play Hard. Play, play Hard. hard. 
Okay, whatever. Right. Listen, I'm just saying words matter. Just that's all. You're right. That's You're all. right. Words words do matter. I'm not gonna uh, argue with that one. Uh, like next, I I watched the Japanese fucking drama the other day. Yeah, I mean Japanese drama. Every time you say fucking, it does not sound like how you want it to sound. Does he watch a porn all the time? I don't think you're gonna hear me. What do you mean? Uh, explain. <laughs> what, is, what does that mean? The way I say. Yeah, I was watching this Japanese fucking, and uh, like, no, that's not how you use that how, word. How correctly. should I say it? Fucking. Okay. Anyway, continue. Just, just tell your story. I watch this fracking Japanese <laughs> drama. Uh, it's not good. No Japanese drama is. I haven't seen one. If there is one, uh, but it was. The the title pulled me in because I just wanted to see how dumb it was going to be, and surprisingly, it's not very dumb. It it talks about a lot of stuff. Most dramas talk about. I'm getting to it, bro. It's called uh, "My Husband's Penis Is Too Big" or something along that line. It's called "My." No, what's the name? Yeah, I'm not fucking with you. Hold on, my husband. My husband's penis doesn't go inside is what the <laughs> What is no penis. you can't come on here and tell us what porn you watch. That's not doesn't, funny. It's, it's not, not Now this show is there is a bit of nudity in this show. My husband's penis my husband won't fit is what it says on Netflix thing, but what it says on the when you actually look at it is my husband's penis Netflix, won't fit. Right. I'm fucking uh-huh. telling you that's the name of it. My husband's penis won't fit. Uh, I thought it was gonna okay. be like a dumb, goofy thing. It it's it's not that dumb and goofy. It's it's more of an actual drama than other dramas. It's not a romantic comedy. It's not a uh fucking you know fairy tale thing. It's about two people, uh, and their relationship. And his fucking dick won't fit inside. But it's also about a lot of other stuff that happens in Japan: prostitution, infidelity, uh. Like Yikes. having kids, parenting people, uh, education systems, all that kind of stuff. So it's, I mean, it's not, it's short. I think it's eight episodes or something like that. It's not very long, but uh, it is the most drama of the dramas I've I've seen here for dramas. Uh, I watched that in like a day and a half or two days. Or something. Uh, okay. I'm glad you watch shows like that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you seem not interested in it, so I'll just move on from the show. I'm just telling you about a show <laughs> I was watching. That's why it's not in recommendations. It's just in what I did. And uh, it's also... Just show. It's just a show about penuses, uh-huh? No, it's about one penis. There actually oh, that, that's, that's a lot better. My bad. I'm sorry. I shouldn't accuse you of things. Uh, you got more? I, I sliced my hand. Uh, I cut my finger off. Oh, but it's cool. okay now. Uh, I was in. I was doing no hot damn me. Huh? You can cut no damn finger off. Yeah, it cut my finger pretty bad. I mean, it bled for like three hours, <laughs> and then uh, it's wrapped up now. The bad part is I can't play Sekiro, or really anything that requires the R one or R two. It's just awkward. If it's just R2, I guess it's fine, but that's been my week. Uh, let's get into the show, buddy. 
Oh shit! There's a show. Okay. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. Yeah. Dog. Um. All right. So, um, I, you you insisted that we talk about the insane games coming out this week. Shamar, you know you know what's coming out? Nintendo Labo VR, baby. <laughs> what is that? Is that is that actual VR? Are they just fucking with us now? What's, what do what's you that? think? Do you think it's actual VR? No. Like there are three levels <laughs> to VR. If it has Labo in it, it's basically just them doing like the laughing emoji, except they're like shitting on your face while they do it. There are three it's not good. There is like the the HTC, the PlayStation VRs. Oh my god, the hell, the hoe is like eighty bucks. It is definitely not real. Oh the my god. Next level is fucking phones. Oh my you know, god. phone VR. We're using mirrors and all that shit. And then the last level is yeah, Nintendo. The VR, you just put the switch in it. That's you a just no. Slide that's the a, fucking that's switch a into a box. You slide the switch into a box. And the box is eighty bucks. <laughs> it's eighty dollars no. for the box, bro. Yeah, man. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh, I don't even know if it like has uh-uh. mirrors or if it just motion tracks you're moving your head and then like that's what you, I, I and there's a game in there and it's eighty dollars. This is what you people have done. You've you've got you people. No, just hey, this is what Nintendo has done for no, their no, consumers no, 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 no. and they like it. So no, 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 no. you have this, to like it. this. I don't know, man. That. You bought the Amiibos, that was step one, and you kept on going and buying all the other the stuff. Amiibos. And they'll sell the you The Amiibos? Any- what do you mean? Pokemon 1 through 10? Was it the first they'll, step? They'll sell you... No, no, what I'm saying, out of all the stupid shit you could buy from Nintendo, I'm not saying Nintendo makes nothing good. I like some Nintendo stuff. But out of all the stuff, you started with the toys that cost, like, have an 80% markup, and then you moved buy on... Buy the cards on Amazon. And you can get like fifty of them for like twenty bucks. You buy cardboard these days, boys. Uh, the next yeah. big game. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Luke got the easy finesse. <laughs> we got uh, dangerous driving. Am I still recording? Because we had that hiccup. Uh, I don't know. Are we? Uh, we're still recording. It's fine. Um. <laughs> oh boy, we got dangerous driving coming out the gates. Uh, apparently you have not heard much about this game, Biko. No, what is Dangerous Driving? Tell all of us about it, actually. Dangerous Driving is a game made by the, uh, first developers of Burnout, Burnout 3. Only seven guys, actually. Seven people made this game. It's a full-fledged uh-huh. racing game. It's like Burnout. Are they crash, okay? Do takedowns. They're okay. Uh, I mean, don't ask Jason Schreier. He'll probably tell you they fucking died in the office or something. But they're okay. Oh, Seven guys uh, made this game. Runs at 60 frames per second on the PlayStation Plus or PlayStation Pro and the Xbox One S X X double tetrabytes. And there are a few setbacks. I mean, it is only made by seven people. It performs well, but uh, there's no setback. That's it. No, no. Pause. Reel no. it back. Reel it back. That's it. What's this, how's that a setback? That seven people put this shit together and got a game out? Seven people? Yeah. Nah, you, man, put that shit in arcades and call it a day. Don't try to get me to buy that. Go look oh, at no, it. it. Go look, look at fun. video. It looks I fucking fire, bro. It looks good. It looks fine. The only drawback so far, it looks like the tracks aren't like super, super detailed. Like most of it's out in the countryside, not in the city, you know? 
and there's no music. Huh? So instead, they've built in the uh, ability to use Spotify. So if you have Spotify, you can, through the game, access your Spotify and play your oh, Spotify smart. music over the game. I guess integrated where when you do loading screens and stuff, it comes and goes. That's cool. I, I I wish more games had that. It's too bad they're doing it because they have no music. Hey, I think it's all right. Fuck it. But uh, it's cool. They're not, they're not gonna win, they're not gonna win any soundtrack awards, damn sure. But uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the game the game will still work. Yeah, but that game is out on the ninth. That's today. Yeah, that's today. No, it's not tomorrow, loser. It's, it's today here. I'm in the future. Remember? Who who cares what time it is in Japan? In America, it's April eighth. Not gonna argue with that. Not gonna argue yeah, with that exactly. Either. All right. Uh, yeah, nothing else coming out. I'm, I'm I'm mad that you subjected us to that. To what? But um, those those two things that we never mind. Actually, I'm glad you told me about dangerous driving. That looks good. But let's get to the quick headlines because there's a lot more stuff to talk about. Um, so this is just uh, FYI, people who care and know, even though there's not only like you know three of those people. Um, Nintendo decided that they're gonna bless everybody. They're they're gonna put out the hot, fresh content. Oh baby, what they they're got for us, Doug? Super Mario Bros. Lost Levels, Punch Out, not Mike Tyson's Punch Out, by the way, just Punch Out, and Star Soldier, whatever the hell wow. that is, are coming to Nintendo Switch Online. That's but crazy. That's though. the only this. Yeah, that's it's, you get some more NES games. Congratulations. Okay, Nothing. there's a problem here. We need like a third person who who's really into Nintendo. I feel like our, uh I like Nintendo. I love Nintendo. No, I'm actually excited to play these. I've never played Lost Levels. I've never played Punch Out. Star Soldier looks like fucking Gradius or something. So I'll play it. Yeah, I've never done blow off of the concrete, but I don't need to do it. I don't need to play these things. What is wrong with exciting. you? I've never played Punch Out. I want to play, play Punch Out. No, because you're a bad older brother. That's why. No, because when you came around, Mortal Kombat 4 was out, Doug. You you don't need to go back to Punch-Out. No, no, that's not true. When did did the N64 come out? I don't know. Mid-90s? But you were born in... You you were born in 95, right? Right? Yeah. 97. 64 came out 1996 boy yeah yeah uh you can't play that so 97 rolls around what are you like two years old okay but i still played the nes what are you talking about that doesn't excuse anything yeah yeah but i wasn't all right sorry i'm sorry i didn't have you play punch out is that what you want me to say yeah yeah basically all right uh up next um persona 5 is coming to the switch now shivar i have a question for you what or would you be more likely to actually play Persona Five if it was mobile? No. No. What you always said that though. You always said that you thought like the Persona games need to be like handheld games. Yeah, they do. But you know the you know when I used handhelds when I was in high school and college. I'm not like here's the thing. If I'm outside, my life as it is now. If I'm outside, I'm doing one of a few things. Number one, I'm hanging out with the the beautiful Kalanika, our announcer girl, 
which means I can't play games. I can't oh, even play games at home. Yeah. Number two, I'm out with my friends. And if I'm out with my friends, we're not playing. If we're playing games, we're not playing single-player games. At least we'll play something you can pass around. Number three, if I'm going somewhere, I got to watch my back. I can't focus on a game. You know how many crazy people out here? So, no, that's not yeah. my life right now. Uh, you on that bullshit. I mean, you know. You, you just the come other out with day, I was, eating a, I was eating an egg sandwich on the streets. That's just what you do in Japan. That's just the thing. It's cold. No, it's right? not. It's what you do in Japan. No, that's, what are you talking about? You can walk into any... That is you. He said, that's what you do in Japan. You no, Shamar, we don't any... shit in the streets and eat egg sandwiches in the you middle of Japan. You can go to any street in Japan and find someone nibbling on something or just standing in the middle of a path. I mean, they probably packed out sleeping, but probably not nibbling on something. No, I remember one time I went to McDonald's, it's just face down, just dead. So anyway, that was great. Anyway, I was nib- I was I was chewing on an egg sandwich, right? And uh there's some other dude just old it? Huh? You were just chewing on it? I was eating it. What do you mean? Why do I have to what did, why does semantics only matter to you sometimes? What do you what do you mean? I was I was huh? eating you, you have weird phrasing. Yeah, I was just chewing on this sandwich. I was eating and digesting a sandwich. Continue. Okay. There's an old there's this old Japanese dude not too far away from me. He was just kind of standing there. Uh and Menacingly. One of, one of the like little egg parts, not even really egg in it. It's probably just the fucking mayo part. I'm sorry, fracking mayo part. Like a a dollop, dude. You can't even feed. You couldn't even feed a little bone. It was it was so little, dude. It dropped down on the ground. Ooh. An ant couldn't could have picked it up and taken it away. Like it's super small. I saw it. Drop down. I didn't pay that, much mind is, to it because I'm okay, outside. What the fuck are you talking about? Why? Did it, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. No, doing no, 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 no. You're not about to spend the next 10 minutes of our lives talking about. No, no. Anyway, so it falls and I look up and this old man is locking eyes with me. And he looks we'll down. Have no game over screens. And he looks down. And he sees the egg thing, and he looks back up at me, and he grumbles, and he comes over. This thing is between my legs, like between my feet on the ground. Seventy-seven will have no game over screen. Picks by it the way. up. You believe that shit? Yeah, I know it. It, it doesn't have game over screens. Uh, you want to? Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Are you... Seventy-seven will have no game over screens. That's crazy, dog. I, what are they gonna do then? Like, is it gonna secure you and just say like revive, or you get put in the morgue, or is it gonna be like GTA? What do they no, mean? I think what it is is like you know, like you can't like fail a mission. Like I'm sure you can die, but like dying if is you game like over. a mission or something. Like like let's say you're escorting somebody and the escort dies, you don't fail the mission. The game just kind of continues. What happens if you get shot? Die. That's different from a game over screen. That's that's what I'm saying. The details are that this happens for like mission objectives and stuff like that. Does that make sense, Jeffro? 
I guess, but that's not so newsworthy. Uh, Assassin's Creed doesn't have game over screens. Yeah, it does. You have to fucking redo the mission. What are you talking about? Hey. He's making shit up. No, I mean, if you're just talking about a literal screen that says game over, like... Boy, you know what I mean. Don't take it so literal. It just means the game keeps going. You can't do the mission again. All right. Well, we'll see when people start asking for an easy mode for that, too. <laughs> so, you can re- so you can redo that, too. That's not going to go over well. Uh, nice way to avoid the fact you didn't understand what I said. No, All I right. So what said. I just don't get the... Okay. Anyway, uh, let's get into the real news. It's It's time for... Uh, number one, right? That's that's where we're at. Yeah, yeah, yes, Round yes, it's number one. Fight. Is that loud enough? I don't think so. Anyway, <laughs> number one, go ahead. All right, number one. Got a lot of Mortal Kombat news this week. Basically, um, Game Informer they read our minds and they're doing a bunch of coverage, doing exclusive coverage with. Um, NetherRealm, specifically, you know, with Ed Boon and all them, they got to visit the studio, they got to play the game early, and they got to announce the um, second-to-last character announced. They got, like, exclusive rights to announce Cetrion. So, Cetrion is... She's the elder goddess, right? Yes. Shinnok's brother. Or Shinnok's sister. Shinnok's brother, hmm. Shinnok's daughter. Well, I don't know if she's Chronica's daughter. I'm assuming because she's Shinnok's brother. Or Shinnok's sister. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, she's definitely Shinnok's brother. She she based... What do you mean she's... De- she? What do you mean? What does that mean? Huh? Just keep saying it. I'm making fun of you because oh. you can't talk. Got it. I only understand good jokes, bro. <laughs> so... <laughs> so... I mean, the one thing I kind of got from her is that, so if you didn't get to catch the reveal, um, they got to show off a lot of her moves. And a lot of her moves are based on, you know, elements. So, you know, there's fire, there's earth, there's water, there's electricity a little bit. And then what's the other one? Uh, rocks and shit. So, yeah, well, I said earth. So, basically, that kind of eliminates the need for rain or tremor anymore and Fujin. Yeah, I mean, she else? doesn't use that many of everything. So, you like, definitely you don't need Tremor. I think Tremor was maybe my favorite DLC guy. Like, just to play yeah. from the last game. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I would like to see Fujin in this game. But at the same time, she kind of does everything. So, I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't care. She does. Yeah. I think they could have done a little more with the uh, design. Like, she looks just like What's fucking me? Alloy. And I know it's because the model is probably the woman who did Alloy, but she looks just like Alloy or Alloy. I don't know how they want you to pronounce that. Alloy from what? Horizon. Horizon? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same woman whose face they've scanned. Yeah, no, I, I don't see it. All right, cool, fine, all right. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't see it. She just looks like a lady with red hair. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. What do you think about her? No, I think she looks great. I think it's. Uh, I saw some of the the in depth, like you know, um, 
break down her moves and everything. I like that she's like kind of like a zoning character. She uses a lot of projectiles and stuff. Um, yeah. That little field she has where she gets to basically just interrupt combos and block the whole damn thing is pretty annoying, but I think it's cool. Um, she seems like an Injustice character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. Like People are like, oh, she, she'd probably be a better Injustice character. I'm like, okay, shut up. Same people made the game. She's killing people, though, so that's what's, that's why she gets standouts. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, that's I that's why she's mind. not... I, more characters in MK is good for me. So I'm I'm fine with it either way. Either way. That's cool. I like her. She's great. Lots of zoning. Uh, there's also a rapid fire with Ed Boon. How many questions? Like 160 or something? 166. Most yeah, of them were, were f- fluff, nothing questions. I think really all of them were. Uh, anything interesting yeah. from those? Thing. No, um, not really. A lot of it was just he was asking him different like Mortal Kombat things. That's the thing I, I kind of didn't like. I was actually listening to the Game Informer show today about their Mortal Kombat visit and stuff, and like I hate it because they they do it every time that they talk about Mortal Kombat, and it's weird because it never changes every time the staff changes. Is they're always like, "Ugh, Mortal Kombat has a story." Oh my god, and it's like annoying, but it's also like they also. Just, they like to talk about how much they don't know about the game and they're like well as long as you're hitting people's heads off I don't care and I feel like that's kind of played out like I get it you know like yeah, you, know. you well, don't think the, the game is like, out of a story like, I think, it's not cute anymore. I think that's a big underlying reason I, I think most people actually get uh, take it too far uh, when we talk about game journalists and whatnot. but I think like that sentiment right there is what really gets people to not <laughs> like them they don't feel like they're actually part of the community because so many of them like you said don't know anything about the games which is fine i think it's okay not to know anything about mortal kombat and you can still be a fucking gamer or whatever but it 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 kind of it's a little weird like i mean games aren't sports but i think if you're writing about them you should do the same like the guy who knows football should talk about football the guy who not, who knows basketball should talk about basketball. But, like, game journalism, they just throw anyone on anything to cover it. And especially, like, a fighting game with as deep as those go. I You can't really trust a review for a fighting game on any of the websites. Because they don't... A lot of those guys don't know. Like you said, they just want to knock a head off and they feel, oh, that's great. Um, yeah. And, and then, like, even Jim Sterling. I, I like Jim Sterling, but he always outsources his review because he doesn't know fighting games that well fine but he outsources them to a woman who doesn't know fighting games either like she's fucking horrible so you know i'm not surprised really don't like these people personally huh no it's not got nothing about being personal i just i don't want to watch the hockey guy talk about basketball just stay in your lane stick to what you know video games i don't know what you're talking about i'm saying all right, you're right, Biko. You got it. You're, you're so so yeah. The rapid fire questions are pretty, pretty. Uh, yeah, they're they're pretty. It was just like a little fun thing. They're just shooting different questions at them and stuff about like you know how many what game sold the most, what's like you know the thing they regret putting in the game stuff like that. But yeah, no. So they also, um, I think like the day they announced their coverage, Game Informer kind of like just kind of spit out a few details about the game just to be like, ha, we knew it first. So. 
and I know you have opinions about this, but yeah. So apparently they said in online mode that they're not going to allow like custom variations online, and they're only going to have people select from certain variations. Now I think that kind of sucks. But, but what about you? I mean, I think it sucks, but that's been updated since then. I mean, did you watch the combat cast? No, no, no. Did they update it? What they say? Uh, they they said what they said's not not true, but. In ranked mode, you won't be able to use custom variations for now. They said they'll work on it. Each character will come with at least two variations, uh, like like set variations by NRS for you to play in ranked and uh, tournaments or whatever tournament mode. Uh, but the what's it called? Casuals, casual lobby will also will allow you to use custom variations. There are no stat adjustments like Injustice 2. There are no mm-hmm. uh, s- special moves relegated to that like Injustice 2. Uh, you, the way matchmaking is done is the same as ranking, so it's based on your skill. So the only difference between rank and casual is that one, you can use customs, the other, you can't. Mm-hmm. There, there's no difference there's no like in Injustice there's a problem where if you wanted to play seriously you'd have to go to ranked but if you want to play seriously and use the cool new moves and costumes and shit you'd have to go to casuals but you'd also be a slave to how much HP and strength or whatever you built on the character so if you never played single player you'd have like a level 1 Batman who couldn't beat a guy Who's really shit at the game, but played a lot of single right. player. So they've they've taken care of it. If you want to use your variation, you can in casuals. Uh, it might come to ranked in the future, but you just won't have a rank. You, you'll be playing in casual. You just won't have a number by your name, and that's all. So I'm I'm fine yeah. with that. I hope they get it into ranked. Uh, I I don't know what the, what the difference would be at all then, but uh, I'm fine if they keep working on it. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I think, I think it kind of makes sense that they do it. But that's good to know. I didn't know that they added it to to yeah, casual match, so it should be good. I mean, I just want to be able to use all the stuff in the game because I think it's kind of nuts how different the characters can be based on the move changes and all that stuff like that. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. But um, also they said that apparently in like towers and stuff. They're going to have, like, matches where you can't have tag team, but there's, like, oh, it's not going to be a mode, though. And my thing is, like, why are they? Why do they not want it to be a mode so bad? Like, they, they've been avoiding it since 9. Well, I mean, and I feel Ed, like they just don't Ed want Boone, it to be back in the game. Ed Boon said that the reason they took it out of 10, the same reason they took certain characters out of the game is because people don't use them. And they like NRS is one of the companies that takes a lot of stats with all the stuff they they use on the game, like what characters mm-hmm. you use, uh, variations, stages, all that shit. Um, people didn't play tag as much, which is understandable, but doesn't mean people don't want it. Same with Rain, right? The reason Rain wasn't in the last game is he's like no one. <laughs> And yeah, Rain Nobody was shit. It. I'm not gonna lie, I did not. I used Rain a bit in MK9. I still don't think he was that good of a character. He's not, neither was Noob Cybot, but <clears throat> you know. What? Uh, no, Noob was great. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He was awesome. No, not, I mean, Noob was 
cool and he had great. Okay, like, nine. Fun he was moves. one of my he's one of my favorite characters. Oh, me too. He's one. Of, he's he's my like top three favorite characters in the game. But he, like, if you got close to Noob, you win. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, me whooping your ass with Noob would would like to argue with that, but okay. Yeah, I think you got bad memory, homie. Yeah, I don't think you're anyway. in the right way. You guys stop yeah, no, blow on this. I think you're bullshit, uh, buddy. They also unveiled another character, um, Collector, which I did not know he was going to be like an actual fighter. But um, yeah, <laughs> Collector is in the game. He's got four arms because apparently they can't have enough characters with four arms. How many are there now? There's Goro, Shiva, Taro. He's got six arms, boy. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He has six arms. He has no. two arms out. Uh, he has two arms uh, pulling items out of his backpack, and he has two arms in his lower back holding the backpack. He has six arms. Oh, I didn't see the ones holding the backpack. That looks stupid. I mean, you got to hold the backpack. I, Wait, I, no, he has six arms. I, I mean, if I'm gonna have a back, if I'm gonna have a backpack, right? I don't want fucking straps. He has four hold, arms. He has six arms, bro. What? I'm literally looking at it right now. Look, dude, look at a picture of him turned around where his pose is flipped. He has six arms. He's got two little tiny ones in the back. Shivar, I, I, I don't, I don't believe you. Okay, go to Google right now. Type in collector. No, no, he, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Well, he, he, yeah, he only really uses like four of them. So whatever. He uses all six. Barely. All right, Doug. You just want to be right, huh? All right. I see how it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like the collector. He looks cool. Uh, he's very. You could see the similarities to Scarecrow. Very. Uh, that's crazy. all people kept saying, and I guess I didn't play enough Injustice to see it. But yeah, that's all everybody I kept mean, saying. I don't think the movement and things. I think his stance is very similar to Scarecrow. Uh, that's it, really, that I see. He's cool looking. I'm yeah. happy. I want more monsters in Mortal Kombat, so he's cool. Well, I loved it because all everybody was saying was, "Ew, we want Katana." What is this trash? And I'm like, "Oh man, y'all." Well, did are... you see the new the new trailer that came out last night? Uh, the one with Katana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they they basically well, I announced. Guess it's not I think a she, trailer. she's she's going to be the next combat cast, then, right? Definitely Devora. We don't know who else. Um, so I don't know. Probably, I'm. I'm yeah. hoping we see. Uh, do you know the character? Like Frost should be in the game. So I'm hoping we see Frost. Yeah, Frost. Frost is probably in the game. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, um, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm hoping they say Katana. I, I'm pretty sure Melina isn't in the game, but I think it'd be really funny if they unveil Melina at one point too. You know, to me, to me, really, 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 I would be fine. If you had a katana, you know how in MKX you had Mournful, which was basically a katana being Jade, but way better than Jade has ever been. I'd be fine. Not really, because that variation was like actually her worst variation. But it was her worst one, but it was still like really good. Mm, I'm not rolling with that one, Chief. Are you saying Katana's Mournful is worse than any version of Jade that's been out before? Yes. Which one? 
All uh, definitely the one MK9. No, MK9's Jade was fucking trash. He was awesome. I don't, I Jade and MK9 was l- literally the least used character, like by like four percent. I think I she was. She, she was the least used character. I don't trash. think she was that bad. Why does that matter to me? Huh? She was trash. Katana Mournful MKX is much better than Jade MK9. No. Okay, that's that's a nice opinion to have, but you can't make me. That's have not it. opinion, though. That's um, fact. No, that's an opinion. You piece you wanna, of shit. We're gonna uh, we'll take the fucking poll then. Go put the poll up on the. the, 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 the nobody, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna vote on this shit. Anybody vote on no fucking poll? Yeah, yeah. Right. So you're scared of the truth. No. That's what it is. This is this is another thing. Anyway, I, I want to talk about. Hold on, I wasn't fucking finished talking. Why are you getting through my goddamn? Anyway, That's I'd be fine if we if we got. You're, you're fucking all. All you're doing is cussing up a storm. Anyway, Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll 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 be more prude. Yeah. Fucking 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 fuck fucking. I'm not Eminem. That sounds like Eminem. You hear the Venom song? <laughs> anyway. No, I don't listen to Eminem's music. His music hasn't been good in years. He's trash. That new album had a couple of good ones. I wouldn't know. Yeah, because you, you're a close-minded dude, man. Anyway, I would be fine I, if... I just, I'm just done here about 40-year-old men make rape jokes and it's, it's getting old. You made rape jokes like 20 years ago. Anyway. Oh, okay. You're right. My bad. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> I would be fine if Katana just had variation moves or sets that made her like Melina. I mean, there's no reason Melina has the power she does. Uh, the only thing like that really sets them apart is fucking weapons, which could be a customizable part, and her fucking teeth. Why can't Katana teleport? Uh, you can next make up time something. in MK12. We're gonna make all the ninjas one character. I mean, they're already kind of doing it. So, <laughs> I mean, not really, not not in the way you're saying. How many ninjas but, are in this um, game? How many ninja are in this game? Four, five. But That's it. New, the boy. Shut up. Let me. Let me talk. Let's shut up. Scorpion. New. <laughs> Sub Zero. Um. Who else? Katana. That's it. Yeah, Katana. Aaron Black. Aaron Black is not a fucking ninja. Aaron Black's a ninja. How is he not a ninja? Because he's white. He's That's literally racist. a cowboy. He's white. That's racist. Cowboys are just fucking the ninja of the West. All right. So you want to talk about this uh, Bioware anthem thing? Well, once you let me fucking hit the next thing, man. What? Round two. Fight. All right. So people have been kind of talking about this a lot. And I'm pretty sure Shavar's. T- I-, I could tell what Shavar's opinion is on this already. So, um... Me into a box. Kotaku, what? Go, go. What'd you say? You know, you're talking shit. What'd you gonna say? I said you're painting me into a box, but please continue. Yeah. So, um, basically, Kotaku released this exclusive article where they kind of, you know, detailed the process and, like, you know, the accounts of people who worked on Anthem before Anthem even came out. And a lot of what was unveiled was that, you know, the vision wasn't really clear on what it was supposed to be. A lot of things changed last minute. They had, like, people working a lot of, like, stupid, ridiculous hours. Um, A lot of people, you know, filed for, like, stress leave because they were exhausted with the game. 
Um, what else? Uh, they said a lot of people who still work at Bioware said that a lot of the good people have kind of just left. And I think also after the well, right before the article came out, Bioware released a statement that was like, "Shut up, y'all." Basically, but mm-hmm. um, what did what did it say? It's a it was basically them being like, "Don't don't believe what they say. This is just game development. You guys don't know what you're talking about." Yeah. But um, what, what's what's been your opinion on it? I mean, basically, it's it's you know just a game. Honestly, I mean, I feel like no no way you read it. I feel like the development of the game was just was just kind of screwed over at several different angles. Because I mean, some of these things kind of just make sense because like there, there's a clear thing where you can tell that the vision for this game never really like was set in, and I always kind of felt like that about it. This game always felt like a game that you would watch people play in a movie or some shit. Like, it never seemed like a real game. But, like, I don't know. What, what do you think? I, I, every once in a while you have games that are bad or mediocre and they have problems with them in development. And that's same as every movie or every bad album or, you know, I, th- I think that's normal, kind of. Like, I'm not surprised. It, it happens. Uh, I, I look. I skimmed through it, and I feel a lot of the evidence they're giving is just kind of like, who gives a shit that they made T-shirts called with Beyond? Like they made T-shirts with the old name on it. Yeah, you, you can find that from I'm sure multiple, multiple, multiple studios. Okay, but but you're leaving out the part where they like change the name of the game last minute and stuff yeah. like that. Like and like the name of the game is literally doesn't mean anything. Like they they don't even really know what that means because they they just kind of had to come up with a name because they couldn't get the rights to the name Beyond. You can't just say the T-shirt thing and not tell the story behind it. Yeah, that's fine, but I don't see how that really affects anything besides the name. You could say you could maybe say that shows signs of bad. Oh, for people who don't plan things, that shows that that's like. Poor ass planning when you have all of these things set into motion, and even some things as small as t-shirts, you can't even get those in order. And that you have half of your developers running around to make this game that none of you even really know what you're making because it's 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 a clusterfuck. Like that, that was, that's kind of what I got out of the article. But it was almost two years before the game came out. I mean, like it's not like it that happened six months ago. That this is almost two years ago. They, they No, it doesn't matter how long ago it was. It was still a thing that happened. It doesn't okay, matter how so, long ago so it was. So let me let me Listen, ask. No, no, the game, the name for your game shouldn't change like randomly two years before it comes out. That happens even though to you a lot of games. To be named one thing they talk in the week before. In the week before, you had to change the name of the game. They talk about a lot of companies talk about changing the names of games. I mean, how, name, okay, name, how name how late right how late is too late? To change the name of a game, then. Well, I mean, when it comes down to just simple things like copywriting your name and knowing what the name of a project is, especially when it comes to some, this is an EA game, isn't it? Is it not? Yeah. Yeah, when it comes to a game like that, yeah, that's bullshit. Usually, they have the rights and shit for names and stuff like that early on. They're supposed to be doing that. That's that's not professional. 
How do you know? You don't work. I mean, you haven't worked in a game. You, you it's not, it's literally, that's, no, that's like registered domains and everything. They get everything together for the stuff before. That's just that, I don't have to work on a game development team to tell you what getting something done ahead of time is. But you don't know like, how far ahead of time is ahead of time. I watched the fucking For Honor documentary, right? And they're sitting there with a list of names, just going through things and going through things. It took them time. Like, like, like I'm saying, I'm saying, I understand what you're saying. I completely understand. The expectation is you would have something like a name done early, but that's something we're just assuming. And I'm, we're not even saying this was done late. Maybe if you compare it to the E3 thing, maybe, yeah, you should have all that done before E3, which they did. I mean, okay, was, so do you really just find nothing wrong with how the development I, no, of this no, game no, went? I'm not saying like, that. I'm, nothing wrong to you. I'm not saying that. I'm saying nitpicking things like that, like changing the name two years before the game comes out, that doesn't really say anything to me other than they changed the so name So one two that was the main part of the article, and two, it was just scene setting. Like, it wasn't I know, the main I know, but like to, to me, if you're going to make a point, you leave out the, the extra stuff that really doesn't do that. Because at that point... You're taking weak shots to convince people who believe weak shots instead of actually going for what should be. Okay, then what, what were some of their stronger points then? Because I feel like all you're doing is just saying this sucks and you're not saying no, anything I'm not saying about this why sucks. it sucks. I'm saying that's a bad point to make in the thing. I think it's fine. They talked to like 20 people out of how many people worked at the studio making this? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Shit. All right. Well, they, they, you know, they had multiple sources. They talked about different stuff. They talked about failings in the company. And this is stuff we've heard before this game even came out. I'm not saying all of it's wrong. I'm sure the development of Anthem was haphazardly, you know, managed. But I'm I, all I was saying is that's a bad point to have in there. Okay. Well, I think it's really funny that you... Uh, Reply to their nitpicking with your nitpicking. I think that that's just not, a really good full circle thing. I'm not nitpicking, but clearly it's, it's Kotaku. Spent five special. minutes talking about nitpicking on their one point, saying well, that they what were. Is, so what is what is the point of this article? Is that it was rushed? The workers weren't treated well, and it's kind of a product of you know companies saying, "Hey, we want to make this kind of game. Make it for us." And not not EA specifically, but like the people in the company itself. And that's the funny thing is that EA wasn't even really to blame for some of that stuff. It really was just like the people inside of Bioware. And also it's that, you know, Bioware isn't the same company it was when it made all the really good Mass Effect games and stuff. And, you know, I mean, I've been kind of I'm pretty sure a lot of people kind of noticed that before, hopefully. But like, you know, yeah, it's not the same company they were 10 years ago and they're making like really good games. But um. Yeah, that's kind of that, that's what I took away from it personally is that, you know, some games are just like the game industry can just be kind of screwed up to where people are just like, well, we want to make this kind of game, but we don't want to put in any kind of creativity or any kind of like, you know, actual time into it. We just want to rush it out of the door. Well, I think that's a lot less to do with the industry and more to do with Bioware and what happened there or what EA asked from them. I mean, like, I I don't like that they take this situation where, you know, people have to take medical leave to relax and all that stuff and kind of spread it over the whole industry because it's not 
It's not true. I mean, yeah, here. Well, well, they okay. Let me. I didn't. I I don't think that they personally spread it all over the whole industry. They kind of kept it specific to Bioware. They they stayed in that arena. So I'm not going to say that they did that. But I think it just kind of shows how these things can go wrong. I, I think if I if that's what I was trying, if that's what you thought I said, then I apologize. I wasn't trying to like say like you know it's the same thing because it's obviously not. But like. I just think it's interesting to see how this process can go so wrong when somebody's just aiming to make something and they don't even really know what they're doing. Yeah, fine. I think if it's you're just going for a documentarian thing, fine. I get that. It's interesting to see. You can learn stuff from it. Uh, but I know... I, I read Kotaku every day. I go through... I There is... It's not necessarily in this article, but... It's kind of what they've been they're doing lately. Cool. It's all they talk about is the industry going to shit when we only have these certain cases of the stuff happening. Yeah, well, we were talking about this article, though, so that's, that's all right. I don't really read Kotaku like that. This is the first time I read it in a while. It was only because people were sharing it so much. I was like, okay, I might as well read this one. It was okay. I mean, they still have really cheesy writing over there, but I thought some of the stuff in oh, there was right. pretty interesting. Huh? Horrible writing. Like a quarter of the contents about sex and Sims. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, that's not what I was talking about. Um, anyway, yeah. all right. Did you also see that on live CEO <laughs> shared advice? Jesus Christ. So, do you remember what online was? Yeah, it's uh, Stadia, but dead. Why? I don't want to hear advice from these guys. Like, look, MC Hammer, I see. You got no money. You got no tax. You're not paying taxes. I don't need you to give me advice. I know you did wrong. I don't see how OnLive is going to help Stadia at all. Well, I think think that that's that's kind of the point of the article is that OnLive was very ahead of its time. And it's kind of doing the same thing that Stadia is trying to do now. And the CEO is like, it's funny because throughout the whole interview, he's kind of just like, yeah, I mean, I think they could do it. He's like, I think this is the perfect time to do it. And they might you know, be ahead it, of the time. We won't know until the time comes when the, like this kind of gaming is prolific. And if it is, then we can say, oh, they were ahead of the time. Right now, all we can say is they they were a little mismanaged and overreached yeah it's almost like you know we weren't saying it it's almost like that guy was saying it we weren't what it's almost like we weren't saying that it's almost like that guy was saying it maybe <clears throat> what so what advice yeah. do you think was good for uh i mean what do you think he said anything of of note well i mean uh, the reason OnLive failed was because of some other like background stuff. Like apparently it was because of um, HP got like screwed over in 2012, so then OnLive just got got kind of got punished, which sucks. But um, so that's interesting to know is that that's not the reason that they went down. Isn't because just they they just like failed. So I think the interesting thing is that you know OnLive is te- was technically more expensive than it would be now. Because it was like ten bucks or like fifteen bucks a month. Yeah. Um, yeah, I said you know, ten bucks a month. You had access to a growing library of games. 
Uh, OnLive kept 30% of the $10, and the other 70% was distributed to publishers. So, yeah, it was kind of like a no-brainer, and a lot of the publishers apparently were making a ton of money off of it, so they didn't give a shit. I mean, they, if yeah, you're just going to get 70% of what's coming off, no matter if someone gets a game or not, then yeah. Exactly. So, um, so basically, he was just kind of saying that he was just waiting for a flat rate service that kind of did the same thing. Like, he's like, I think it could work out. But, I mean, I just think, I honestly think the Stadia is not going to work out very well. Not even because it's not a good concept, but I think it's just because people are so against it now. Like, I've been seeing just people a lot of the time. Like, I've seen several op-eds. I've seen a lot of comments. People just being like, oh, this is going to suck. And yeah, that's kind of yeah, messed up, man. That's true. And I, a lot of people are really against it. But, like, also people are stupid and people like to talk. I mean, we live in an age where everyone's got the biggest of voices all the time, anytime. People just like to talk a lot of shit. A lot of people can't say anything else than what they've read. So when it comes out and when it gets going, I mean, if it's really good and worthwhile, people will try it. And it will spread. I mean, people remember before the PlayStation and Xbox came out, everybody's like, consoles are dead. Why are you getting consoles? Why are they having E3? Why are they doing this? That was the talk of the town for like a year. And then what happens? You have consoles selling faster than they've sold before. I mean, you're not hitting the same, uh, you know, bajillion Borderlands PlayStation 2 numbers, but. Consoles Borderlands, PlayStation 2 numbers. I just hate Borderlands always uses fake numbers. Give me real numbers for how many guns are in the game. Uh, anyway, Borderlands, PlayStation 2 numbers. PlayStation 2 sold a lot. So, I whatever people are saying, I think it doesn't matter that much if the, if the service is good and worthwhile. Because... It's a service. It's easy to get. It's not a hard. It's not a piece of hardware. It's not the Vita, right? It doesn't have to prove anything. It just has to be there, and people can access it. So if it's good, I think it'll prosper. We'll see. On live is gone. What's the on live CEO doing now? He's balling. He's just chilling, minding his own business. He's good. Yeah. All right. Doing interviews with Game Informer. You know, chilling. All right. Um. All right, you can do the next one. I'm, I'm tired of doing stuff. Don't get tired of stuff. Borderlands 3, there's a trailer, there's a poster. Uh, bajillion guns. What does that mean? What What did they say before? Like a billion guns? Now they're to bajillion guns? Um, well, I just put bajillion. I thought you would have been smart enough to tell that it wasn't that. Um, yeah, there's like, a, there's like a billion guns in Borderlands 3. It's going to be great. Um, uh, one yeah, one billion guns in the game. Here you've written that the the game looks about the same. Did you see gameplay? Yeah, oh, I don't think I've seen that. Um, it, do you think that's a bad thing? No, I mean it's the art style. I don't really think it's gonna get much better looking. <laughs> this is kind of how the game looks. Yeah, I think I think the art style works. The the thing with me like looking at the game kind of hurts my eyes with the the depth of field and the colors really don't always work for me but I still like it. it it's fun so I don't know maybe being in, is it going to be in 4k I hope it is if it's in 4k maybe it'll yeah. be sharper and easier to see I like Borderlands it's fun the uh the remake yeah, yeah. came out or the remaster came out last week so 
I heard it was having some trash problems because it's trash. What do you mean? Like the connections are bad and stuff. Oh, I I didn't hear about it. Matchmaking isn't working and all this other stuff. But they're going to the Epic Store, right? I, oh, I fuck what I was saying. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't have, I don't know much about the online. <laughs> fuck thing. you, dude. All right, yeah, no. What do yeah, you want me it's to gonna say? Go to the Epic Store specifically and not ignore what I just said. Jesus Christ. I didn't ignore. Um, okay. But people have been review bombing them on Steam as a result. Kind of be like, we don't want it on the Steam, on the, on the Epic Store. What the fuck is the problem with the Epic Store? Isn't it just another, like, launcher? It's just, here's the thing. Everyone's Isn't always, that it? Yeah, everyone's always had um, fucking Steam forever. Steam had a monopoly, oh, really. get over yourselves. Just download the shit and download the game through that. The, it, yeah, I agree. But PC people complain about everything. And... <laughs> And I'm not surprised they're complaining about but, this. But it's like really like they're they're bitching about this with Metro. Is it, and now they're bitching about this with this game. And it's like, but is it really going to affect your ability to play the game? Like, is it really? Some people say they have a hard time running different stores, but th- I mean that's that's what happens when you have PC. Ugh. If you're a PC person and you're listening to the show, can you write in and tell me what the big deal with having it on the Epic Store only is? Because to me, you could just. Use the Epic Store and get it from there. Download this shit. Well, I don't like it because people are like, oh, it's unfair or whatever. And I'm like, but as a consumer, do you give a shit? Especially when you can just go to the store and get it? Like, I don't, I really don't understand. Well, I mean, I I understand because you see how they, they act about like consoles and exclusivities there. They're like, don't worry about it. This is PC. Just download the thing. I don't know. If you're one of those people, let us know why. Because I really don't get. I don't it. understand. I feel like it's a really stupid thing to be mad about, and it, maybe it's just because I'm uninformed. But I've read a couple things about it, and I still don't get why people are like yelling about it. Like, just go fucking go download the launcher and play the game. Like, it's there still. I understand. Oh, boohoo! It's not with all my other Steam stuff. Okay, shut up. Go play the game. Jesus. All right. See, uh, we love you, PC people. You just gotta understand we're from a different culture. Yeah, yeah you got yeah. you explain yeah. it to me, please. Yeah, yeah. PC players are weird. I'll yeah. trust them. Here we go. Five. All right. So, the did you see the Joker trailer? Low, yeah, yeah. I saw the Joker trailer. You know, I'm a comic book movie fan. I lo- I love comic books. I love uh, movies. I love comic book movies. What do you think? Sure. What? I said, you sure are. Why'd you just stop talking? I said, what did you think? Oh, I didn't hear you. I totally didn't hear you think that. Uh, I think it looks cool. I don't think it. I mean, people were like, wow, it looks incredible. But like, you know, yeah, I don't think it, it looks, looks like all that. I mean, it's a fucking trailer. You know what else looked incredible? Every other bad movie in a trailer? <clears throat> no, a lot, of, a lot of bad movies are bad in the trailers too. I mean, like Suicide Squad looked like shit. But um, ba- basically, I just don't. I'm just. I'm just. Uh, I, I'm. I'm interested in it, but I'm not like you know super duper psyched about it. Mostly because I can already see people are like 
doing this thing they do with comic comic book movies where they like assign all this value to it and they're like, nah, man, y'all understand. It's deep because bitch, it's a movie about Joker. It's a comic book movie. Shut up. Why you gotta treat everything that's a comic book movie like it's fucking I mean like it's it's, uh what is it? What is it fucking Citizen Kane? Jesus Christ. I mean, a movie's a movie's a movie's a movie. You like what you like and you don't like what you don't like. Comic book fans are passionate people. I mean, they fucking spend $3 on six pages of artwork every week. So, I mean, you got to expect it. Um, I mean, it looks fine, <laughs> I think. I mean, DC's been going for this dark, gritty look. I mean, I guess going back to it after the Dark Knight stuff and... We'll see how it is. I mean, Joaquin... The least dark shit they've had has worked for them the most recently, so... Like what? Shazam, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Are you saying those are dark? They're not dark. That's what I just said. I said the ones that haven't been doing that have been working for them. I didn't hear you. That's why I asked you, bro. I know. That's why why I repeated myself. But you, You repeated yourself with passion, homie. Yeah, because you ain't listening to me, motherfucker. Oh, man. You should have put a two G's at the end of that with an A. Um... Fuck you. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I think it looks fine. I think it's really weird people have turned this into, like, a race and politics thing already. I think, like, day one, people were just fucking flipping over nothing uh, the whole time. Um... Well... Shavar, uh, I don't want you to waste our content on this because that's literally just the internet. What did you expect? I know, I know, a lot of bad, bad internet. Yeah, don't waste, don't waste our time talking. When's about When's the that. movie out? Uh, October, October. Yeah, that's all it says so far. Just October. So it comes out in a few months. So we'll probably talk about it when it comes out. Um, I, I'm excited for it. I'm not as excited for it though. I don't know. It's just, it's just harder for me to get excited about. Uh movies about people that I already know shit about and it's always an origin movie because DC can't just keep things running. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just t- like 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 it's exciting but it's also not. Like I'm just like all right, cool, I guess. I I like that some of the actors from Atlanta are in it. That's cool. That's I mean, nice. I guess, but like but, uh, there's no Batman, right? So who gives a fuck? <laughs> I don't care. I want bats. Batman. I mean, yeah, Batman's a bitch too though, so I'm good on not seeing him for a while. Um yeah, yeah, no, but it should be cool. Joaquin Phoenix is a weirdo. Grew up in the Child of God, so you know he's a weird, weird motherfucker. But he can kind of act, so that's cool. Child of God. He grew up in a cult. Him and his brother River. What's the Child of God? I don't know. The child, the children of God. It was a cult. Uh, it was an incest and sex cult in the nineties. I'm pretty sure. So like the brothers fucked each other. No, 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 They didn't. They didn't. It's just that they were all, everybody else is fucking each other in the cult. Um, Children of God began in the late 1960s. David Berg was the founder, and it actively encouraged sexual activities among minors as young as two or three years old. Oh, I was completely incorrect. Yeah, no, they were fucking kids. Yeah, gross cult. Um, actually, if you Google um, Children of God and you look at the little side thing on Google, there's actually a picture of Joaquin Phoenix, like literally right there. So, wow. Um, El Cantari sounds like a much yeah. better uh, God. <laughs> um, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, who's the other? 
Elizabeth Moss, she's in a Scientology, so that that motherfucker crazy. A lot too. of people in Scientology, though. Yeah, that's a fucking cult. No, Scientology is. is just. Yeah, I mean, Ooh, maybe. You know, but I don't like, think I don't think you know. I don't think you Sci- know about Scientology. I know a lot about Scientology. Scientology is more of a scam than it is a cult. Yeah, tell that to all the dead people. Um, all right, let me dead see. Dead people do scams too, man. Oh my god. Okay, so this is actually this is actually a, a story. That... No, 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 not six. I said seven. Nobody's coming up with six. Who works out in six minutes? You won't even get your heart going. Not even a mouse on a wheel. All right. (laughs) I was gonna listen after thirty more fucking minutes. (laughs) So there's been this clip floating around of these two melee players. It's it's somebody playing uh, ice climbers versus somebody playing Jigglypuff. Huh? You didn't get the names? No, no, no. What are their names? You know. No, I thought you would have had. Uh, you said you were doing the details for that one, so I thought you would you would have gotten that, you know. I, I thought you had it, bro. Anyway, uh, so it, I don't really give a shit what their names are, honestly. So these two um, professional Smash players are playing in a tournament. They're playing Super Smash Bros. Melee, and basically, the Ice Climbers player, which one lost? Which one lost? I'm pretty sure the Jigglypuff player won, right? Uh, Smash is a broken game a, a bit. So, Ice Climbers have this ability to have kind of an infinite combo where you just grab someone and hit them because there are two characters with the Ice Climbers. That's called Wobbling. Wobbling was made illegal. Uh, I think in a lot of tournaments, this one in particular. And without Wobbling, I guess the Ice Climbers kind of drop into your level, even if it's your main. Jigglypuff is much faster and floatier than the Ice Climbers. So in this match, the Ice Climber player, I think it was uh, uh, Hungry... hungry. I don't know. I can't find it. Fuck Face McGee, yeah. The Ice Climber player was chasing the Jigglypuff, couldn't get to the Jigglypuff, and he was upset, and he got up and left, is what it looked like in the video. Um, He says he went to go talk to this tournament organizers because apparently stalling which means when you use a faster character to evade a slower character continuously he says stalling is also illegal so that shouldn't be allowed so instead of it's kind of weird smash rules you can't pause a game in tournament but if someone gets knocked out then once the respawn is happening, you can call organizers or pause them. The game wouldn't let him pause, so he got up. Uh, he went and complained. The Jigglypuff guy finished the match. The tournament went on, but they made them redo the match again, and the Ice Climber guy won. And nobody was happy with it because they felt like if you get up and run away from the competition, then you should forfeit is what it should have yeah, been. Yeah, okay. My 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 thing is that are there really not rules that just like stop this shit from happening simple enough? Because I think that it's kind of bullshit that you can just be like, oh, I'm just gonna run. Uh, well, that's what he was arguing. He's arguing there is a rule against stalling, and stalling shouldn't be allowed. So yeah, you know, I, it, it, I think it's very 
unsportsmanlike, but when you're in it and you're playing or whatever, you got to win. And he thought the guy was cheating, so he he stopped playing. I I get it, kind of. I do think it's. I think it's your responsibility as an ice climber player to actually, you know, try to go for the win. And if the game is that broken where you can't or it's almost impossible because of the players and the tier, then don't play that game. Uh, but, you know, people were really... Yeah, I just I just think it's funny that people still consider, like, Smash this... I don't know, I probably offended, like, millions of people when I say this, but they just really consider this Smash as, like, oh, it's a fighting game with balance. No, nigga, it's a party game! Stop it's it! It's the fighting community that is the most uh, hated because a lot of them like, don't challenge, like, apparently. It's stupid. Say. Like, it's it's not... I feel like... And I'm not going to lie. Smash is, like, the least entertaining fighting game for me to watch. Like, uh, like, like not even, like, playing. Like, every time Evo comes around, I try to... I watch every game as much as I can. I cannot watch Smash. It's boring. It's, like, very boring. That's fine. That's okay. <sighs> um, hopefully, Ultimate kind of takes over more people, so... It, 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 it's yeah, Ultimate's least, actually good. Jesus Christ. A little more balanced and whatnot. Um, yeah. And... Oh, this party game balance said the Smash player. Oh, wait. This guy had to make a mod so that we can all play this more balanced version of this game that's supposed to be balanced in the first, first place. Oh, wow. Nintendo banned this game that we made a mod of that they didn't intend to be a fighting game in the first place? How dare they? Smash players are fucking stupid sometimes, man. I mean, but I don't get it. Is a fighting game, so <clears throat> anyway, it's not yeah. real good. Uh, I mean, if you want to, if you want to fight that fight, okay. <laughs> I'll fight them. I'll fight all of them because they're wrong. All right, we got one more here. Seven's yeah. the key number here. Think about it. Seven, seven elevens. Yeah. Seven dwarfs. Seven man. That's the number. Seven chipmunks twirling on a branch, eating lots of sunflowers on my uncle's ranch. You know that old children's tale from the sea? It's like you're dreaming about gorgonzola cheese when it's clearly free time, baby. Boy. Step into my office. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. So, Fallout 76 player mailed Todd Howard some bobby pins. Um, So, apparently... Um, he, he was doing this panel or something for a conference, and he mentioned that there was a player that sent him a whole box of bobby pins, and all it said, was, well, they sent him a bobby pin. All it said was, "Weigh this," and what? they sent him bobby pins, and all it said was, "Weigh this." The box said, "Weigh this," because the the letter he sent him with the bobby pin in it. Yes, it's yeah, sure. Yeah, so basically he was just trying to tell him, you know, go screw yourself because in Fallout 76 and I think in some of the other Fallout games, well, no, no, no. I think in 3 and 4 they don't weigh anything. But, like, I think they weigh a tenth of a pound or something really stupid in Fallout 76. So a lot of players were pissed off about that and they were like, well, sorry, guys, it just has to make sense. But then people were like, no, that doesn't make any sense. It's not how much bobby pins weigh. So yeah, this guy literally just sent him some bobby pins and was like, "No, you're an idiot." I mean, I I think stuff like I get the whole uh, survival RPG part of Fallout. The bobby pins shouldn't weigh anything, or if they do have a weight, they should be borderline realistic. I mean, I I get it, I get it. Are you listening, Todd Howard? How much does Todd Howard actually do? Like, does he choose that? Like, bobby pins are a tenth of a pound. I doubt it. 
Todd Howard's basically just what Cliff Blazinski was to Gears of War. Like he did a lot of cool shit on Fallout Three, and then after that, I think he's kind of just like, yeah, uh, we did this because I said that I wanted to do it, but I haven't really played the game, so uh, yeah, yeah, it's there. Yeah, well, Fallout Seventy Six is a trash game, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not doing any better. Apparently, they're going to start adding repair kits uh, as, like, microtransactions, and the only way to get them is through microtransactions. So that's fun. It's really fun. Just make make games that sit on their own, you know? And then you don't have to worry about people hating your shit and then having to change the whole model. It's too bad. Well, why, why would you do that when you could just keep making them buy shit? I, the thing is, I don't think there's anything wrong with microtransactions or buying stuff. I think what's wrong is when microtransactions feel necessary or it feels like you've actually taken the full game and put it behind microtransactions, you know? That's the problem. Oh, yeah. No, because there's, there's a lot of PC games like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. The, the problem is how you do it. It's not that you do it. I have no problem paying $60 for a game and then microtransactions for, I don't know, stuff I want in the game that I don't need to enjoy the game. So, yeah. Too bad. Yeah. No, yeah, I I just, I don't know, 76 is really kind of a fuck up. I wonder what they're going to do. I know that Elder Scrolls is their next game, but I, you know, I like Elder Scrolls. I'll probably, we'll probably will play it, but uh I just like Fallout a lot more. It's kind of disappointing to see 76 kind of bomb like that. Yeah, well, it was bound to happen at some point, right? I mean, I guess. Just like I cut my hand open. All right, yeah. So this week's episode is a little different because I didn't choose our next topic. Chaval chose the next topic. Which is unprecedented yeah. as far as this topic is concerned, because we are going into the uh, the beloved Japanese crime, and Bigo took it upon himself to find one that uh, interested him. So, yeah, I made it. What do you mean? You made that? Dude, I've made everything for this podcast. Every single piece of music or everything, That's everything on the YouTube. Huh? Nothing. What'd you say? Nothing. A 25-year-old nursing care worker has been arrested after allegedly emailing Square Enix, threatening to kill staff. So, the headline of this article, which is on Kotaku, is Man Arrested After Threatening to Kill Square Enix Staff. So, this is actually video game and Japan crime related. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, apparently, in Japanese, the last part of the threat is Kubi are, Ah, okay. Doesn't matter. Ooh, I can't it, it, it just... No. It, just read, tell, say what the note he told, would have said. He told, he told them to go wash their neck. The expression has its roots, roots in ritualistic samurai suicide. After well, a samurai the, would disembowel himself. You should read what? the whole note. Because like, if somebody told me to wash my neck, I would think, oh man, I've been funky or something. Like, he, he, wrote, he wrote a longer phrase. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. He wrote he wrote a longer phrase, but oh my god, this page is in Japanese. I he cannot says, read that. Hey staff, tomorrow I'm going to kill you. Get ready to wash your neck. <laughs> god, what is what does the wash your neck part mean? Uh, it's just about like you know, whenever they would do the uh, ritual killings where you, you know, slice open the gut, somebody else would cut your head off to to finish it. It's just saying, like, get your neck okay. ready to be cut off. Yeah, that's all. Why? Why did we? Why did people do that? Like, what was the point of that? Oh, he already disemboweled himself, but I'm just going to cut his head off just to be sure. Well, you're going to let him sit there and suffer with his guts hanging out? I don't, that's not really the point of the killing. I mean, the. I mean, I he, thought my dude was already dead. But it's you know. in, no. You, you Okay, cut yourself. Did you just die? No. I mean, with your guts hanging out, I assume you would. No, you don't just die because your guts hang out. People get hit by cars all the time. Guts hang out and they get to the hospital and they're okay. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. But um, yeah, porn, this guy, uh, the police, the, <laughs> the police are ready. The, the police are ready. The police arrested him. And um, I think the last thing he sent before he went there was, hey, staff, tomorrow I'm going to kill you. Get ready. Yeah, and it's, it's in mail, email. Yeah, that was the email that he sent to them. So, yeah, this guy just really didn't fuck with Square Enix. I don't I, I think. I think he uh, said specifically, I spent over 200,000 yen, which is $1,794 in U.S. money, on the game and didn't get the in-game item I wanted. So I sent the email out of revenge, he reportedly said. I mean, maybe is it worth it? transactions aren't great. <laughs> yeah, microtransactions are actually really fucking bad because it can cause you to threaten somebody for murder. I mean, so, I'm sure nothing will also, happen to him. You know, he'll he'll he might get like fine. They'll interview him. They'll say he's okay and let him go. Oh my god, he's playing a gotcha game. He doesn't even play like a real game. I mean, here's the thing: in Japan, people don't play in quotes real games. They play mobile games. That's what everyone plays. The whatever anyone Shit. tells you about how you know video games taking over Japan it hasn't been true for like 10 years or so so everyone's on mobile games um whatever game he's playing this well, thing says gotcha game or loot box game what the fuck does that mean who knows it's probably like puzzles and dragons that's considered a gotcha game cause you get shit it, who knows what kind of game it is look you, he spent the money if you it, you shouldn't have spent the money if it was bad for you, I understand being angry, but it's a little too much. Um, it's not like he's playing dead or alive or something, you know. More quality content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I I agree, I agree. But poor guy, poor guy. But don't don't threaten people, guys. That's that's I think that's the moral of the story. Um, just don't do it. Don't don't do it, especially if you spent two thousand dollars in a game and you're just mad because you're stupid. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, he's all right. He'll be he'll be all right. Uh, yeah. So right. that that's the end of a show today. Uh, you got any recommendations, Cheval? Oh boy. Um, still playing Sekiro. It's great. It's really good. I'm I'm inching. My way through it, it's whooping my ass. I'm not gonna lie, it's like really actually very annoying, but 
well, <laughs> I'm know. having a lot of fun with it. I'm glad you are. I'm out of commission. My my finger doesn't work, so. I can't Why doesn't your finger it. work? Because I cut it, and if I bend my finger, it just busts back open, and uh, so I'm. Ah. Yeah, I'm relegated to watching Netflix all day. Thanks. Uh, we had someone join the Discord again this week. Thank you for joining. I don't know if that person understands it's a podcast because they they're very uh, confused as to what they were joining. But hey, you're here. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for joining the, the uh, <laughs> Discord. I hope you listen. I don't fucking listen to know this. Yeah. If they ever listen, but uh, you're you're part of the the family now. Uh, follow us on Facebook. What's our Facebook name? Super Chevy Bros. Follow us on Twitter. What's the Twitter name? Super Chevy Bro. And you can email us at gmail.com at what's the name of the email? What? Super Chevy Bros at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, also, you can join the Discord if you go. Yeah, you can look in the description of this podcast. The Discord link is there. Or you can go to the Twitter. There's a Discord link somewhere around there. Uh, and it's easy to join. And you can talk about anything. It's still really open. So we've got, you know, you're not you just say as much foul shit in there as you want to. No, don't do that. Don't do that. And stop encouraging people yeah, to do bad dirty things. that bitch up. Just do it. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You got anything else, Biko? Ah, uh, no. I think that's. I think that's it. I think we're good. Um. I just want to say thanks, guys, for listening. And also, oh shit, yeah. Um. In case you already knew this because you're listening to us through one of those platforms, we are now available on what? Spotify, and we are also weird. available. What? You weird. You worded that weirdly. Like you like in case you're already listening to this. Anyway, continue. I didn't say in case. I said unless you're already listening to this. Um, all right, we'll hear. Go ahead. Your broke ass ears, you piece of shit. All right. Uh, yeah, we're on Spotify now, and we're on Google. So um, the Google link is actually on our Pippa website. Shout out to Pippa. But the Spotify link, we're just going to start posting that every time I post an episode. So yeah, just subscribe to us. It'll get into your inbox automatically, so you won't even have to look for our posts. Just be able to go listen to us. But uh, yeah, we're all on basically every major platform now. Except for what, like SoundCloud. But if you still use SoundCloud, I'm very disappointed in you. You need to get something else. It's okay. Everything's gonna be all right. Is Spotify and SoundCloud not the same thing? Not even a little bit, you old ass man. Ooh, okay. I got. I gotta go change my subscriptions. And all right, thanks yeah. for listening to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Subscriptions, SoundCloud. Oh shit, no. All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast. It's been the Super Chevy Brothers. Uh, We'll see you next time. All right. Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.